Welcome to Queer Perth with Oddie and Clint, shining a light on LGBTQIA plus community groups, events and what's happening in Burlu. We're proudly recording on Wajak Noongar Buja and we pay our respect to elders past and present. Coming up in this episode, Ian and I chat with Faye Salem and Ginger Minj about Burlesque is Normal, their show in this year's Fringe World. And our topic this episode is Valentine's Day, or Singles Awareness Day as I like to call it. Kaya, hello. Yes, uh, I am Ian, also known as Oddie. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, and I'm a cis gay man. And we are very fortunate today to be joined by Faye Salem, also known as Laura, and Ginger Laminge, also known as Lexi, from Burlesque. Hello and welcome. Hello. Uh, so the same time. That Thanks. was brilliant. I love that. <laughs> uh, so before we go any further, uh, tell us uh, your pronouns. Um, uh, my name is Laura. I go by she, her, and I'm cis and pan. Mm. Beautiful. I'm Lexi. I go by she or they. Um, I would say I'm a homo-flexible. Um, I don't know. I'm just queer. Brilliant. Let's just go under the umbrella. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Love it. So this is our welcome. We like to recap on what we've been up to. Minty, what have you been up to for the last couple of weeks? Well, I've hosted another party here in my abode. Mm. Um, there were lots, lots of drinks, lots of food. Um, I made sure there was more vegan options this time because we can all eat veggies. So why not? <laughs> um, and, you know, got the ambience going with some decorations, some shade sails, party lights. Yeah. And then I also um, on the weekend attended Perth Frontrunners again because it's been forever. Um, got some exercise in and then went along to the Rams Have a Go Day for more exercise. Um, unfortunately, I've got some pre-existing permanent injuries, so I won't be signing up for the team, but I'll definitely head along to a few games and cheer them on. Um, and then topped off with um, Telethon's Community Outdoor Cinema. They've got quite a few movies going on um, over the next couple of weeks and I had the pleasure of going with some friends and watching the Whitney Houston movie I Want to Dance with Somebody. Yeah nice how was it? I loved it so much. Um, There is a bit of a queer theme in the movie um, that I didn't realize uh, about her life Mm. so do check it out Um, and yeah I mean no spoilers how it ends sadly. But um, <laughs> I yeah. think we all know. <laughs> yeah. But it was awesome. And um, what I didn't realize was that, uh, so if you don't know much about Winnie Houston's life, she was in a couple of movies. And my favorite one of hers was The Bodyguard, which uh, co-starred Kevin Costner. Um, and apparently he wouldn't do the movie unless she was um, the lead woman. So oh, really? Go. Wow. Yeah. How about yourself? What have you been up to? Well, it's fringe season, so uh, I've been to a few fringe shows. Uh, I went to Men in Uniform, which is a top shelf entertainment production, and uh, I got taken up on stage to get a lap dance. Oh, yeah, you did. Uh, And it was so funny because it's a sea of women, uh, or at least what I would assume is a sea of women. Um, uh, (laughs) And then a few, a few male identifying people spotted around the place, including myself. And, uh, I got dragged up on stage and got a lap dance by Dixon. Mm. Um, it was during the, there was like, because men in uniform, it's, uh, I think they started off with Top Gun. So air force uniform. And then we went on to the tradie uniform. And so Dixon was the lead tradie and he got his gear off and, uh, 
I got a handful of chipolata. So, yeah, that was good fun and um, left happy, which was nice. Um, But I wanted to. Hey, I'm still going. I'm back into it, basking in the idea of uh, how it was. But it was crazy because that that sea of women just went mental. So uh, I kind of like wound him up a little bit and I was like, come on, cheer more, cheer more. I want to grab some. (laughs) (laughs) So it was fun. Um, But I wanted to talk about, um, I don't know if I've talked about it yet, but I turned 40 in August. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to embrace it. And so I decided there was, what could I do to embrace it and build up the hype for it? So, uh, I have talked about my TikTok account, um, before on the podcast, Uh, every episode, every episode. Yeah. I'm just trying to build up followers. (laughs) Um, but back in November, I started the 40 weeks of Oddie, which is once a week, starting from the year of my birth and going up a year every week, I pick a top hit, from that year and I do a little TikTok video uh, performance. And so I've been doing that and I'm up to week 13 this week. And all of a sudden TikTok has started removing all of the sounds, Mm. but only for me because someone else has been watching my videos and and it's, it's working fine for them. So I don't know why I'm I'm thinking it might be just like a a TikTok glitch. So I'm waiting for an update. Oh, is that what it is? Sorry, what was that? (laughs) But I have got up to uh, almost a thousand followers now, so I can go on TikTok Live, which is nice. So I'll uh, um, check with all my followers if it's still working or not. But yeah, yeah, 40 weeks of buddy, week 13. What have you two lovely people been up to? Oh, look, it's fringe season like you say mm. yeah. so um, I mean this year has been great I've actually been able to go and see some shows I actually got hypnotised by the comic Ooh. hypnotist Matt Hale which yes. um, I've been determined to do for years because I'm a cynic and a sceptic and I'm like surely these are all audience plants who've signed NDAs and yep. they're just acting but no it worked mm. it totally worked on me did it work the way you expected or it was a little bit different to what you had thought no it was different so I was kind of thinking oh he has control over you right like, mm. But no, he doesn't have control and I can remember everything that he did, but he somehow just makes your subconscious um, just kind of go, yeah, that, that makes sense when mm-hmm. he does a suggestion. So he'd be like, yeah, you're playing air guitar. And I'd be like, yeah, of course I am. You know? Mm. Um, yeah. So it was really fun. Was that, awesome. was that who we went and saw last, was it last year? When I got up on stage? Yeah. Well, yeah. we both got up on stage. That's and right. You and you got, couldn't... You got hypnotised, but it w- wouldn't work on me. No. Yeah. So I got escorted off. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Just not willing to be vulnerable enough. No. You've got to have those doors open. Too, too strong of mind. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. But that's, that's why I asked is because it was different when I experienced it as well. It was just you get relaxed enough mm. to just be susceptible to suggestion. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I was responsible for if everyone clapped, I had to get up and bow. And so every time I heard it, I'm like, oh, that's my cue. Okay. Yeah. I'll bow. Yeah. yeah. So what Sounds did you, fun. so you did air guitar. What else? Oh, look, he was making us dance around to eighties music and mm-hmm. I don't know. He, he, it was all very silly cause it was a child friendly show. So, you know, <laughs> okay. there was lots of, um, just silly, silly panned movements. Um, <laughs> Look, I don't think he made me specifically do much because the girl who was sitting next to me was just so much deeper than I was and and she was giving the best performance (laughs) ever. Um, So, yeah, we just beheld her, beholded her or whatever. You know, beholden. We were beholden of her Mm -hmm. for most of the show. (laughs) She stole it. 
Um, Bitch. Yeah. But, you know, it was very relaxing and I felt very safe and he made it very happy and, and joyful for the people on stage. So I really appreciated that. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Laura, what have you been up to? Um, I've just been resting a lot, to be honest. It is fringe season, but I've not been out and about very much because I'm healing an injury. So I've just been taking my, taking my rest time, mm-hmm. spending a lot of time horizontal. Um, but also seeing my best friend who's over from London to do Fringe. So it's been nice spending time with him. Yeah, brilliant. Have you got these events marked down on your calendar? On Thursday the 9th of February, I'll be hosting the Park Bar's first ever karaoke night from 7 till 9pm, so come on down. On Friday the 10th, Perth Gay Social Club hosts their After Dark Underwear Party at Steamworks. On Sunday the 12th, Les Bilosh's Sunday Session at the Rosen Crown. On Wednesday the 15th, Perth Gay Social Club hosts their first LGBTQIA plus speedmates at the Park Bar. On Saturday the 18th, Spank are having a pool party for cis and trans women. On Wednesday the 22nd, Queer Book Club are having a poetry and pinot night at Rebel Books, featuring poets Colin Young and Andrew Sutherland. No need to have read the books, just turn up and enjoy. And on Saturday the 25th, we have more poetry with Perth Slam. Delicious poems delivered direct to your face at the Rosemount Hotel. Mmm, delicious. For details on these events and many more, head along to the official Queer Perth Facebook group. And if you're putting on an event, feel free to share it there as well. We might even give you a shout out on our next podcast. So, as a single person, uh, a fateful day is coming up and it is the 14th of February, a.k.a. what do you call it? Single Awareness Day? Singles Awareness Day. Yeah, some people call it Valentine's Day. Uh, so it is coming up and uh, I just thought it would be interesting to talk about Valentine's Day in general, what everyone has planned. But I also wanted to talk about QT Perth because they're actually having a special, what they're calling a U plus two uh, dinner just for thruples on Valentine's I Day. I love that. Mm. So that's pretty cool. Hey, mm. yeah. So you can go down and uh, if you book a dinner for three, which includes aphrodisiac hour, which is mm-hmm. half a dozen oysters plus three sky mini martinis yeah. on the house. That's really nice. I know, right? I think it's really like progressive and very, uh, what were you saying, Laura? Poly friendly. Yeah. Poly friendly. Yeah. It's just very inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if you're a thruple and you're listening, uh, hopefully you head down there and send us some photos, let us know what it's like, but let's get into how exciting Valentine's day is. (laughs) Thrilling stuff. (laughs) Uh, both of you, are you seeing anyone? Look, I'm in a, I'm in a partnership. But okay. I would say that, you know, the hallmark day of Valentine's Day wouldn't be, you know, the, the most exciting day of the year for me. Mm. Oh, the most exciting day of the year. <laughs> um, and, you know, it does really bring out uh, the feelings of people who are single. And I don't think that's fair. Being single is fine. You can masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I masturbate a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use that more. more. I think that's what I, my learning learning from the it's, episode. It's honestly <laughs> a hobby of mine, masturbating. Mm. You take yourself out, buy yourself a nice dinner. It's half the price. You sit there, you people watch all the couples like Ooh. sitting on their phones, kind of not interacting oh with God, each I other. Oh my god, I love watching pe- couples on dates. Yeah. How much like, fun is it? Do you it? guys even like each other? Yeah, yeah. What number date? I don't think they do. <laughs> no, but I also like. I like watching people with people. Mm. So I sit there and I'm like, oh my God, can you imagine going out and like just sitting there and on your phone the entire time? Yeah. She is so not into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, my partner and I will probably go out and like 
crews hinge together so we can get into that thruple night. Oh, yeah. Into that aphrodisiac hour. Yeah. You could put that on your profile, just looking for a third for, to get into QT. Well, yeah, and I don't eat oysters, and she's a vegan, so whoever comes with us, they oh get God, all the I oysters. Oh, wow. Sick. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to come. Sweet. All right, we're sorted. Don't worry about it, everybody. Laura's coming. She's not going to come, but she'll come, you know? Yeah. yeah. We'll see yeah. how it goes. It's an aphrodisiac hour. Anything can happen. Oh, true. All right. I won't close the doors then. Let's, she might make, it into a, might make it into a quadruplet it's for another. It's like oysters. What am I going to do, you know? <laughs> it might not be up to me. True. <laughs> so do you have anything else planned other than trying to get into the... Well, our show starts on Valentine's Day, so oh, we're going to yeah. be doing, you know, lots of tech run and putting makeup on and prepping yeah. for everybody else's hot dates that mm-hmm. they're going to come yeah. to on mm-hmm. to our show. Facilitating the experience. Yeah, yeah. we've got a four-hour tech and then we open the show. So the, sh- the Valentine's Day for us will be mostly um, fringe-based. That's yeah. really romantic. It is. Um, are you going to do anything with your significant people on a different day? Valentine's isn't really a thing that I necessarily care too much about. Mm. Um, in years past, when I've been single, we've had like Galentine's Day with my mates and I, where we would like, um, we had a really cute year one year where we all, everyone did a craft for everyone else. And so, so lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cute. So like everyone had like a different thing that they made for everyone else in the group. And then okay. you like came home and had like a bag full of crafts. That's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, we had like cute. badges or cards or like oh. painted a picture or something like that. It was really cute. And why is it called Galentine's Day? Because it's just for gals. Gals. Okay. Just for the gals. Ah, gal it's actually yeah. from Parks and Recreation. Right. Which is um, Valentine's Day is February 14th, but Galentine's Day is February 13th. And it's about <laughs> celebrating friendship. Yeah, cute. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah. Maybe I'll get my crafting with cat hair book out this yeah. year, and I'll make my make my cat a finger puppet to mm. celebrate Galentine's Day. You make your cat a finger. Well, I've already so made my cat a finger puppet. I'll ring. I'll have to make a hat or something with like time. real life cat hair. Yeah, I've got a picture of it. I'll give it to you to our uh, post on the Facebook group. Yeah, please do. Yeah, it was very nice. She hated it, but I liked it. <laughs> She's dead now, so I just have a little finger puppet made out of her cat hair in my room. It's fine. Anyway, Minty, <laughs> quick, change topics. <laughs> what have you got planned? Um, I don't have plans because uh, in the past, every time I've had a relationship, it's never lasted to Valentine's Aww. Day, so I've never, ever celebrated it. Hang on, I'm just going to hold my little violin. Yeah, and shove it where the sun goes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but no, I'm liking the idea of, you know, I might find two other single friends and head along to the... U plus two mm. and, and do some, what did you call it? Master dating. Master dating. <gasps> oh my God. Can we Mutual go and we can people Mutual watch? Yeah. Let's Laura, do it. Laura, ditch mm. Lexi, come with us. Right. Yeah. I'm in. You can, Lexi, you're you can sit there and fetishize all of the three ways and um, we can sit there and have all the oysters. All the oysters. And, you know, it's going to be a great night. Essentially. Yeah. I actually think that would be fun. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Get okay. That. Well, I, I've never had a partner at, Valentine's Day. I've barely had a partner. Um, so, I know. <laughs> Hang on, let me get it out of my Teeny ass. And then <laughs> <laughs> this is turning into a very sad circle. Yeah. No, I'm going to take up masturbating. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I also think that Valentine's Day is a reason to uh, be all cute and romantic, but I think. You know, it shouldn't be. I think you touched on it, Lexi, that um, it shouldn't be up to just Valentine's Day. Every day should be Valentine's Day. Mm. You should be uh, showing your partner 
or your significant other, how you feel about them every day of the year rather than just leaving it to one special day. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's nice to have like a prompt in the calendar to Mm -hmm. be like, you should tell people you love that you love them, but I don't necessarily like tying my relationships in with capitalism (laughs) just in general you know I think as much as we can try and break away from that is good but it is also nice to be like oh when was the last time I told this person like in you know gesture or time or effort that I really give a shit about them have I told you lately that I love you (laughs) okay yeah you're not hosting karaoke night (laughs) (laughs) well yeah that's that's something good to touch on there's karaoke night which is when uh, that'll be Thursday the 9th, so hopefully the day after this episode airs. <laughs> <laughs> Minty's eyeing off Scott to make sure it happens. Uh, but then also I've got um, the LGBTQIA plus Speedmates, which is speed dating for friends or other. Um, I call it Speedmates because uh, you shouldn't go into it with the idea of it becoming something more. Just come into it to meet some new people and make some new friends. And that's on the 15th. So the day after Valentine's Day, so the Wednesday, and that's at Park Bar as well. Uh, And so that could be an alternative to anyone listening to the episode that uh, might be single or might be looking for someone to take to the QT, (laughs) make a third. Um, But yeah, there's there's other other things around that day that are kind of special for people that don't have a significant other. Mm. Um, But let's talk about date ideas. Like what's a good a good date that would tickle your kind of feels. Oh, yes, yes, so many, but it has to be weird. You like weird dates? No, I just like weird. I like weird stuff in general, but you know, romance is good. Mm-hmm. But if you can kind of like do some specifics. Oh, now that I'm now that I'm saying this, all mm. of the actual like, yeah, I want to know. What are you talking about? <laughs> Tell me more. Weird. I think I think like a um, a ghost. A ghost scenario, uh, not actually having a ghost, but like I like pottery. to be ghosted on Valentine's <laughs> Day. Oh, I thought you meant like <laughs> mental prison tour or something. <laughs> like, oh, that would be cool like too. Just to, apparently, you can like there's like an underwater thing that you can yeah, like go can- through canals. Yeah. yeah, I like going through a canal. Yeah, yeah, but you do. But yeah, that that would be fun. Um, Ghost is playing at the rooftop movie soon. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be cute. Mm. But I was gonna say, um, doing like a pottery. A pottery class. Like yeah. in Ghost. In Ghost, yeah, thank okay, you. Okay, now I've made the There we go. Connection. Yeah, yeah. We got there. I've always wanted to just, with someone special, attempt to make the hedgehog cake from the kids' cookbook. Oh, like with the, the kids TV sticks? Book. Yeah. Yeah. And just make really bad hedgehog cakes all day. Okay. I would hate mm. that date. Baking makes me so furious. Really? Yeah, I don't have the patience for it at all. It makes me really angry. Mm. And so whatever I bake just ends up full of hate. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what you want to give to your That's exactly Absolutely. what I want to yeah, yeah. eat is the tangible. Here, fucking take it. <laughs> eat eat it. the damn cake. Don't give a shit, yeah. <laughs> I like... Um, Oh, I don't know. I, I barely go on dates, so I can't really say. But I like the variety of like having like an adventure date and then something romantic as well. I really like picnics and like I think mm. a King's Park, looking at the night sky and stuff would be really cute. Picnic blanket, lots of drinking, a bit of food. You're going to have to camp overnight the night before to get a spot at King's Park on Valentine's Day. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. You better start now. You should go now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm out. Bye. (laughs) Um, My favourite day, I think, is like the beach at sunset. 
cute. Like it's picnic nice. is nice, food, wine is nice. Honestly, just like a bottle of wine and a pizza mm. is mm. so good. Yep. Um, but not even necessarily doing anything like that, just going for a walk up and down the beach. I love that. That's lovely. Yeah. If it you go to, to Swanbourne, you're probably going to have to camp out now. <laughs> I reckon Swanbourne would be busy on Valentine's Day, wouldn't it? Mm. I don't know. I've never been. Oh. Yes, you what on Valentine's, on Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many options. I know, mm. so many. Minty, what about you? Well, I guess it depends whether it's the first date or a repeat oh, date. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What mm-hmm. would your pick be? I mean, if they kind of ate all the same stuff that I ate, um, it will also depend on the mood that I'm in. <laughs> So decisive. I know. Yeah. I like hot pot. It's not, like, it's very interactive dinner. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like you can like, it's like an activity and a meal at the same time. However, it is hard to eat and look sexy. Yeah. Look sexy. Yeah. So yeah. you've got to, but that's kind of nice as well. It kind of breaks the ice, you know? Yeah. Now let's move on to the interview round. And we've got uh, Faye Salem, who's the producer and MC Ginger Laminge from Burlesque. We've already had a bit of a chat to you, but um, how about you introduce yourselves and let us know who your characters are, who you, you know, the stage names, what that's all about, mm. how those came about. Absolutely. Um, so my name's Faye Salem. I'm co-producing this show with Polly St. Pearl. Um, we created Burlesque, what, like four years ago? Yeah, it was a while ago now. Yeah. Um, we had a friend who uh, was like, I want you to put together a queer burlesque show because um, she was programming the Ellington Jazz Club mm. and she was doing a burlesque, a burlesque weekender. So we were like, oh, yeah, all right, let's, we can do that. Put a show together and it went really well. And we're like, that was fun. We should do that again. And then we did that again. Yeah. And we're like, that was also really fun. And then we just kept doing it. <laughs> we just continued to do it. It just snowballed. Yeah. Really. It gets addictive, hey? Yeah. yeah. Um, and people just really responded to it as well. Um, yeah, so I perform and produce... And Lexi yeah. does all the, the We brains. do. We all have multiple roles. We used to call ourselves the octopus because yeah. we're kind of like this one group with many tentacles and we, we like to kind of swap and change and um, input. But for this show, um, we've definitely handed the reins of producing to the lovely Faye and Polly. Um, my main job is to write the shows, <laughs> um, write the words write the shows. and perform the words, um, which is a lovely challenge sometimes. But, yeah, it's... Um, kind of part of the way that we create our shows is um, they're not just kind of your average burlesque show of, you know, an act and then like, and now, welcome back to the stage, um, which is great and we love those shows, yeah. but we um, have messages that we want to portray and stories and narratives and, you know, the queer agenda, obviously, very important. Um, so we like to make them a bit more conceptual. So it's more of a kind of monologue in between each show, in um, each act, which yeah. I kind of weave through the show to, yeah, to create so the story. Yeah, so we kind of call them like concept shows. So we have like the um, overarching concept that we're exploring that um, Ginger as the MC will weave together all of the different acts. So all the different performers will be exploring a different facet of that concept concept and then ginger ties it all together to sort of um put all those facets together into a beautiful diamond Mm. love it Mm. love it and so the show is called burlesque is normal and that's Mm b-u-r-l-e-z-q-u-e and the dates are the 14th to the 19th Mm. as a part of the you know the beautiful fringe world festival that we've got going on at the moment 
Yeah, we're yeah. very excited. Love mm. that. So our producer Scott saw your show last year and said it was the one of the best he's seen. Oh, thank That's you lovely. so much. <laughs> That's we were so very nice. proud of that show. We actually. were. Yeah, that show. We liked it. Oh my god. It. Yeah, you can do it. We don't mind. <laughs> he's here at the table, smiling and grinning, and mm-hmm. all all flush. <laughs> Um, so we were wondering, will you be bringing that same combination of humour, sexiness, education to this new show? Oh, absolutely. Look, um, we're doing a completely different show this year. Um, it's always the way we're backstage doing a show and then we're like, oh, how about we do this other concept? Let's start writing it now. And mm-hmm. then we have to do that. Um, so, yeah, we did Pillow Talk last year and that was all around love, sex, relationships with a bit of a queer lens. And this year it's completely different. It's called Berlin is normal and basically normal look spoiler alert there's no such thing Um, so it's basically just kind of exploring that and it's you know we've got some similar cast members we've got a whole bunch of new cast members Um, so yeah for people who've already come to see the show you're going to get something completely different and we're very very excited Mm. can you tell brilliant Mm. love it and who would you say is the typical demographic of your show you know, who do you tend to see in the Big audience? old bunch of queers. Love it. Yeah, but we also get we also get others as well. You know, it's not just for queer people. I mm. mean, we love having our queer community in the audience because you know it's great to preach to the converted. But um, but our shows are accessible for other people. We don't just want to make it this clicky community show that nobody else kind of gets it. Mm. Um, and we we have had you know people's parents and families and people who are a bit dubious come in the past and actually uh, learn something new or. Or be enlightened or mm. be like oh I didn't see it that way and we, we really love that we want everyone to come and see our show yeah we've yeah. had um, feedback from audience members that aren't queer that are like this was such a fantastic way to view a world that I'm not part of like that I'm never going to be part of and I don't understand but I feel like you um, opened a window into that for me so I was able to see into that which is super nice it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, love that. Mm. And kind of following on from that, um, have there been any unexpected reactions, either, you know, good, bad, ugly, just I mean, surprises in general? No, nothing kind of shocking, I would say, but we always kind of, we always include quite specifics in our show as far as like maybe including a specific identity that might, we might feel is not like the the prominent identity and there's always someone in the show that's like oh that's me like I really mm-hmm. resonate with that and it's just maybe that one person yeah. and it's really nice when that happens because yeah. um, that one person gets to be seen and gets to be acknowledged and they've got some representation and yeah I really love it when we do that yeah we've had quite a few audience members come up to us after the show's crying and being like that's the first time that I've felt seen that someone's acknowledged me specifically and that was huge mm. which is really nice doesn't that just make it all worth it yeah it it's does. just like you get that one person that you're like oh we we made an impact yeah mm, that's yeah. beautiful yeah I, I was in a show many years ago um, where my drag persona was Miss Jamaica her name was uh, uh, Marie Joanna and <laughs> Um, there was a five-minute performance piece in that, and it ends with um, a very um, rare version of Aretha Franklin doing um, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Mm. And we finish with these banana leaves that get turned around, and they're all the, like the six different colours of the rainbow, and my dancers fan them out behind me. And um, fan them out behind me, and I'm uh, kind of finishing with that, you know, over the rainbow. Mm. Um, and like there were afterwards, people were like, oh my god, like just that visual 
I'd like never knew how much I was proud of like being gay or being queer mm. till I saw that scene. Mm. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. like, so nice. It was yeah. just part of the show. But yeah, it's so nice when pe- stuff resonates with people in a way that you would never be able to predict. Like yeah. we've had quite a few people um, be like the, especially because Ginger's so good at holding, like creating a safe space and then holding that there for the whole hour. So a lot of people have said to us like, the, for the the time that I was in that show. I felt so validated and I felt so seen and so real and that was really important to me. Mm. And, um, you know, it's it's also good to kind of be transparent about the fact that we don't try to represent every single minority or every single person with the community because there's just so many different people. But, mm. um, you know, we, we're just trying to be authentic to who we are and just give um, performers of different kind of experiences that space to show themselves. And through that, that's how we kind of are able to represent very specific things. Um, but yeah, we're not kind of like, okay, now who are we going to represent this time? Oh yeah, let's, you know, cause that's a bit tokenistic, but um, hmm. all we can, I mean, we're aware that, you know, we started off as a group of seven s- cis white skinny mm. bitches, you know, like and it wasn't, that wasn't a choice that we made. Um, and then we, we did kind of realize that that was coming across as, you know, this very kind of bland thing, but, um, but also that was our story and that's who we are. And, and we had something to say, we couldn't say it for everybody, but, um, but now we've got much more diverse cast. And so our storylines are very, uh, they're growing into. Yeah. We get to um, talk about stuff that we haven't before, like religion and the intersection between like culture and sexuality and um, gender expression and that kind of stuff which is like as a cis woman it's not an experience that I have so I can't talk about it Um, so it's been really nice to have a platform where we can invite other people to tell their stories and also we've had um, you know performers come and see the show and be like oh my god I'd love to like talk I'd love love to tell my story in that space and now we have those performers in the cast and stuff so um, yeah it's really nice to yeah, just give a voice to all kinds of different people and then have one person in the back of the room be like, oh, my God, that's me. Mm. Are you able to tell us a little bit more about the cast members or is that giving away the show too much? No, or? it's not giving it away, really. Yeah. We've, we've all posted them on our Instagram. Yeah. So, um, We'd love some... to hear a bit more about who, who's in the cast. Yeah, yeah, we've got some repeat cast members, but some of our exciting new cast members, we've got uh, Bobby Russell, which is uh, – they are an amazing – Yeah, um, Bobby Knox. Sorry, incredible Bobby. drag artist, um, very talented dancer and mover as well, um, and they do a lot of performance artwork. So it's very exciting to see what they're going to put together for us. Um, we've also got Serenity, who I'm literally obsessed with. Yes, um, we've got Brad Tit. Amazing, Brad Tit. Brad Tit. Okay, so fun. Cute. Yeah, um, we've got. I mean, we've got the Moesha back again. Yes. We love her. She's been with us for a couple of years now. Um, that's what I was talking about in terms of like religion and culture. Like her work explores that intersection of like quite a few different things. Mm. Um, so it's really nice to have her back again because she's also just the best human and we have so yeah, much fun Yeah, she entertains us a lot. She's yeah. very funny. Yes. Um, and then we've got Polly St. Pearl who's producing with me and performing as well. Um, Varika Sauer again. She's an old... She's a staple. She's a staple. Um, And we've got Sven Ironside as well, who is a... How would you describe Sven? Um, An unhinged, demonic nightmare clown. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I would describe Sven. Yeah, Yeah. okay. I can see why you struggled how to... Chaotic evil. Chaotic, yeah. There's no neutral. So we'll see what what they throw at the wall and what sticks. Um, (laughs) But it is very exciting to have um, people that I've admired their work of for many years creating work for us. Mm. 
um, that's very exciting as a producer and also just as a fan of um, people's work. I'm just like, oh my God. Like when we were asked um, some people to, you know, like, would you be interested in doing the show? And they're like, oh my God, yes, it would be an honor. I was like, oh my God, like, <laughs> you know my name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And their performances, do they write them or do you write them and they yeah. have some input? No, or? so w- the way that we work is um, we conceptualize the show of like the overarching theme that we're going to experience, which typically tends to come from Ginger. Yeah. I feel. Mm-hmm. I look a lot of the time it's like um, we'll th- sort of spitball stuff, but because Ginger's the one that's weaving everything together, so the sort of general theme kind of comes from that. And then we just sort of throw that to the performers and be like, what aspect of this do you resonate with? So like when we did Pillow Talk, for example, it's about love, sex and relationships through a queer lens, which is quite broad. Mm-hmm. So um, each performer can kind of just take that away, sit with it and think about what aspect of that overarching theme is relevant for them and what they want to talk about. And then we'll all kind of come back together and see what everyone's got and see if there's any crossovers or anything that's too close to each other and just make sure that we've got like a nice range um, of stuff and then everyone does their own solos independently mm. so um, which is nice because everyone's got different styles so it's cool to see um, it's cool to just give everyone like a project and then they all like do 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 like wander off and then bring something really cool and unique back that only sure. they would do mm. yeah. yeah 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 it's exciting I love that um, I just wanted to quickly circle back because I love to know the meanings behind names and all that and so I just wanted to quickly ask you know is there a meaning behind your your stage names Mm. um if there's a little story there or Mm. how those came about um picking a stage name is literally the hardest and worst thing in the entire world to do Um, but you know (laughs) i found it so hard i just knew that i wanted something that was um vaguely magical because my like um Representation, not representation. My like um, aesthetic is kind of witchy and a little bit gothic. So I wanted something that would kind of give that mystical kind of element, but not necessarily be like tying me into a genre of mm-hmm. performance. But I wanted it to evoke like witchy, spooky yeah, vibes. I get that from Faye mm. Salem. Thank you. Love mm. it. Yeah, yeah. it's gorgeous. Yes. See, my my name just hit me in the face one night when I first started doing burlesque, <laughs> and I am a redhead. Um, so Ginger Laminge, you know, they they like to ask if the carpet matches the drapes. Did someone else hit you in the face? <laughs> um, I'm aware that there is also a very, you know, well-known drag queen out there called Ginger Minge. And I'd just like to say, I love you, Ginger, but my name came first. <laughs> um, we both had that idea. Um, yeah, That's I mean, it rhymes, idea. it's funny, I'm hilarious, you know. Yeah. It's just basically how it goes. Or? You've got to make it represent who you are and, mm. um, yeah. It's fun to say. Yeah. The only bad thing about my name is that sometimes people call me face alien. (laughs) (laughs) Or they just say it wrong. And, like, I had an MC once be like, how do you pronounce it? And I was like, face Salem. And she was like, okay, face Salem. And then she goes on stage and she's like, please welcome Fasalem. (laughs) And now Rika Sauer will not stop calling me Fasalem. I like face alien. Face alien is pretty good. Yeah, Because you do have quite a... Yeah, like backstage and it's just, like, really chaotic. (laughs) Look at these. It was like really chaotic backstage and then I was meeting someone and then they were like, what did you say? Did you say face alien? I was like, yes. Welcome <laughs> to the show, face I alien and ginger minge. <laughs> yep, that's, that's, that's what I said. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Love that. Um, so what's next for burlesque after Fringe World? 
we all no idea. crash into the yeah. post-fringe <laughs> depression. Mm. Yeah. Um, we rebuild our immune systems. Mm. Um, we go back to our jobs. And no, probably what will happen is um, during the lead up to fringe, we're all like, oh, I'm so stressed. I have so many things to do. I'm so burnt out. Oh my God, why did I say yes to this? And then <laughs> yeah. we do the show and we're like, oh, we're family. Yeah, we we love each other so much. Oh, so we're having meaningful. the best time. Oh my God. And then during that week, we're like, yeah, let's do another one next year and we're all hugging and you know it's all it's all very wholesome and then it just happens again like we just repeat the cycle cycle repeats Mm. and we're like this is the best idea ever let's totally do it and then it comes time to write the fringe application and we're like I have no idea what I'm doing (laughs) I don't know what to say it's funny because it's that adrenaline during it where all that hard work and all that stress leading up to it Mm. comes together yeah and you get to uh, show this this thing this baby that you've created yeah and then afterwards you're like yeah that was all worth it yeah absolutely and then that's why it starts again, yeah right? and like what you said earlier about like um having those moments with people that come to see the show and it resonates mm. with them and being like that makes it all worth it so yep. it's like it is a lot of work and it is really stressful and it is super hard and a lot of the time you question why you're doing it because <laughs> it's so painful yeah but then you do it and then people are like that meant so much to me and you're like oh god meant so much to me I'm too. making a difference. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, we'll have another idea backstage and then we'll be like, all right. Yeah. And the merry-go-round continues well, to Well, you know, I did pose the the idea two years ago We've been sitting now, on this one for a while. That was burlesque fluids and it was just going to be a show about <laughs> moisture um, and fluids. And I was committed I, to following this through. It's a solid idea, honestly. And then we chose normal because, you know, we didn't think that well, uh, others didn't think that that would be as good. But now there's a show called Wet, and mm. they're amazing, and their show's all about fluids. So. We, have a, we have a we've teamed up with them actually. You yeah. can buy um, if you use the discount code Discharge, which is oh. as in Wet plus Normal. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, you can buy tickets a ticket to each show for fifty bucks, which is a really good saving. Yeah, but we went not. to go see them last year. We went on like a little um, crew excursion to go see Wet last year when no, it was Pussy. previously named Pussy, oh, mm-hmm. and it was fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it was great. But yeah, now we've. So who maybe, knows? Maybe next year's wet and fluids. Fluids. Fluids is such a good idea, though. Yeah. Like everyone would be a different body fluid. Yeah. I don't know when you well, said they would, they would be it. They would. Yeah, I guess they could just represent it. it. When you said fluid, I just had like vagina monologues go through my head, and I was mm. like, mm, all of them. Mm. All of them. Well, there would be vaginal fluids would be a part of it, but Absolutely. think about fluid fluidity of sexuality oh, yeah. and gender. Yeah. Think about um, you know. It's highly yeah. conceptual. Mm. Very intellectual. This is us oh, yeah. backstage. It is, but it's literally like we'll just be talking absolute. We call it backstage bullshit mm. where we just are fucking idiots and because we're all <laughs> high on adrenaline and we're just like tweaking. Um, and then I don't even know how fluids came up, but it was like a joke. And then we're like, actually, that's well, actually a really good idea. Because one year we were all very sick mm. for Fringe yeah. and there were – Fluids. Lots there were a lot fluids. of fluids happening. And not in a good way. No. Mm. And, you know, sometimes concepts come from the biggest piles of shit. Yeah. Quite mm. literally. Yeah. Oh. Fluids. That's yeah. a fluid. It's very sexy business. Yeah. Have you ever thought about going, so doing other fringes? So like Edinburgh or Adelaide or it's just, uh, and I think, I think New Zealand does to. it, don't they? Yeah. We would love to, but it's honestly so hard yeah. getting seven or se- but above five adults in one room. <laughs> one time for anything yeah yeah yeah. it's so hard so yeah we would love to we flirted with the idea of touring over east 
um, a couple of years ago, but then COVID happened and also just, yeah, it's just so hard to coordinate everyone's schedules because we're not full-time performers. Yeah. yeah. We do this amongst everything else. So and we're just getting to, old, you know? Mm. Oh, my God, so old. Mm. So oh. decrepit. Yeah. Because I know, um, I'm going to digress for a second, but I know Dean Misdale, you know Dean. Yes. Mm. Um, so they're doing Perth and then I think they're flying to New Zealand to do Fringe over there and then back to Adelaide and I think they're going to go to Edinburgh, mm. which they normally do. I don't know how they have the time. I really I'm, admire I'm that. You know, it. Too, but um, like just doing one week of shows at Perth Fringe, <laughs> I literally live 10 minutes from the Pleasure Garden. Like yeah. it's not far. No. And I'm still like, oh my God, I need to sleep for three months. I don't know how people do like Perth and Adelaide Fringe. Yeah. And look, we have cast members with chronic illness. Yeah. I mean, mm. you know, everyone's got their different jobs. Mm. Yeah. Like it's impossible for us to get everyone doing the same thing on a good day. So yeah. um, it's not it's not out of the realms of possibility, but there would have to be someone very organised and they'd yeah. have to pay us a lot of the money. The stars would um, need to align you know. perfectly, yeah. which I'm not opposed to being paid a lot of money. Or mm. Nobody yeah. ever is, right? <laughs> no, thanks. I don't want a lot of money. No, no that's disgusting. a lie. I don't, take that back. I take that back. <laughs> I mean, if everything's for free, if I've got a sugar daddy, then I don't need to be paid lots of money. So true. I plan on being one of those in the next five years. So Ooh, yeah. we're, oh. we're watching Life that goals. space. Yeah. Yeah. My crypto is going to come in and then I'll be set. Mm. You'll be able to go on the dark web any day you want. (laughs) Now, um, before we wrap up, is there anything else you would love to tell us about, um, whether it's about the show, something for us to look out for, or just anything else? Anything you've got coming up yourselves? Oh, gosh, that's a big question, isn't it? Well, obviously we're here to talk about Belezg and our show, so I just want everyone to just... You know, I'm understanding that it's at 9.20pm on a weeknight and that not everybody can, you know, bring themselves to put the glad rags on and come out, but just do it, okay? We'll give <laughs> just you, shut up and do it. We'll give you snuggles at the end or something. I don't know. Whatever if it is that you need. Yeah. Um, just but yeah, it's it. also just I think it will be worth it. Like the whole point of the show is that we're exploring the ways in which the cons like heteronormative society and the idea that these things are normal and correct and if you're doing them then you're doing things right and if you're doing anything like off of that track then what the hell Mm. um and that that's really not relevant like none of that means anything there's no such thing as normal Mm. so there's so much pressure to feel like you're ticking the boxes or doing stuff correctly or being a person in the right way um, but everyone feels like they're not doing that. So the point of the show is to just explore the different ways in which that resonates for each person. So mm. I feel like anyone who comes would be like, oh, yeah, I actually feel that way too and but just feel validated. But also exploring it in a really entertaining way with, you know, like nudity and baloney. Not specifically baloney. I know you're into the chipolatas, but um, <laughs> more like conceptual baloney. Ah, um, yeah. okay. And, I got you excited. know, it'll be yeah. fun too. I mean, we're like, oh, yes, it's got all these meanings behind it. It's and very deep and intellectual. Deep. But also there's dancing, there's sparkly costumes. There's ginger flailing around there's on stage, screaming into the audience's faces. Yeah. Maybe you know, some fluids. For everyone. There'll be Absolutely. some fluids. There always is. Always. <laughs> um, whether we've planned it or not, yeah. it'll happen. Um, yeah. Love that. It's going to be a good time. Now, if people want to know more, what are the socials they can follow and find out 
this info? You can search for our shadow band um, yeah, you, you Instagram need to type account. in the whole thing in because they don't <laughs> like our butts. Um, so our Instagram is um, burlesque underscore, so B-U-R-L-E-Z-Q-U-E underscore. And as I said, you will need to type that in for me okay. because we've been shadow banned for being too hot. Too sexy. Wow. Um, and then Facebook, we're Burlesque Perth. So you can just search us and the show is called Burlesque is Normal so you can get all the details of that on the Fringe World website. Yeah, yeah. We'll make sure we put it in the show notes. And uh, if you, yeah, just to recap, the show is Burlesque is Normal and the dates are 14th, which is Valentine's Day, through to the 19th, as a part of Fringe World. So we've reached the end of the show. Oh, and sad. in this little segment, we'd like to do a bit of a recap and talk about um, what we've learnt this episode. So I'll go first. Uh, Ginger Lemonge had a coined a beautiful phrase for us, master dating. Mm. I think that's going to be part of my vernacular going forward. That's my favourite. I love it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I learned that you could be um, shadow banned for being too hot on Instagram. Mm, it's a curse. Which is very interesting. The yeah, it must be really tough. Like it is really being tough. Hot. Yeah. It's hard being this oh, It's mm. so sad. Mm. Well, what did you learn? Oh, well, I've learnt never to close the door of opportunity with a platonic friend who mm. wants to come to a thruple date just for my oysters yeah. and just the power of oysters. Just stay change. open to possibility, you know. Yeah, mm. change our very platonic dynamic to one of a sexy oyster nature. Who wouldn't say no to a mouth orgasm? Well, look, I, not die. <laughs> not when you phrase it like that. <laughs> but, you know, drinking fish... Um, fish-flavoured snot? Maybe not. Mm. That's for Laura to experience. <laughs> Laura, what did I you learn? Alone. Um, I learned that the the Perth Thrupple spot's been taken, snatched away from me. So yeah. my dreams are crushed. Top spot. It's gone. I mean, it could still come back. You That's true. Still, we yeah. can create our own, but let's not stop at Thrupples. Let's do the Perth orgy dinner. The Perth polycule. The, the web that spans Every the entire city. Every queer person in Perth will be there at the same table. <laughs> like the char in the L word. <laughs> yeah. Is that an orgy? <laughs> well, no, but it's just a dinner okay. afterwards or before, you know. Just just the, the wholesome family dinner where we oh. all look at each other very awkwardly. <laughs> it sounds horrible. Yeah. Right. I think there's enough people that go through that in your daily lives. Oh, this is why I don't start businesses. Well, I just want to, I, on behalf of Clint and myself, thank you so much for joining us today. You've been a lot of fun. So oh, thank all you the best so with, much for having us. It's all the best with fun. Fringe World. So, Yay, yeah, hope it goes well. Thanks. Um, before we finish off, uh, someone posted a job in the Queer Perth Facebook group. So we decided that it would be good to start a new Facebook group called LGBTQIA plus Jobs Perth, dedicated to connecting LGBTQIA plus people seeking jobs and businesses seeking employees in Western Australia. So check out the link in our show notes if you're interested in joining. That brings us to the end of another episode. Uh, thank you to our producer, Scott, as always, and to Scott Holmes Music for the tunes. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can contact us by sliding into our DMs on Insta or Facebook at Queer Perth. You can also message us through our website, queerperth.com. Be gentle when you slide in. Mm, use a water-based lube. <laughs> Please make sure you follow and subscribe and give us five stars wherever you listen to podcasts. And tell everyone, tell your friends, tell your neighbour. We're worth it. We're here for the community and we'd love to hear from you. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. 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 Thank you. Is that what we're doing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
And we're starting again. You need all to right. keep all of this. That's great. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Because <laughs> <laughs> you were looking at me with a concerned face, and I was like, Not at all. "Am it's, I recording the wrong thing?" It's to me. Encouraging. He's oh, okay. invested. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's the first time we've ever said it. Are you minty now? Yeah. Okay. Well, because we're all yeah. doing like. Oh, okay. Right. So it's okay, like I might sure. as well do that. All right. Awesome.